Hi, and welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, and in today's solar episode, I'll be sharing ideas on how to have an organized Christmas, from ways to remember what Christmas presents you've purchased to shopping lists, so that you can avoid buying too much or shopping and wrapping gifts on Christmas Eve. This episode will have you feeling organized and ready to enjoy the Christmas season. Welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, wellness and organizational coach and yin and nidra yoga instructor. This podcast will help you create more time using organizational strategies so that you can start to simplify your life and prioritize your health. I'll be sharing conversations with other health and organizational experts and solo episodes with tips to help you simplify your life and prioritize your health. So thanks for joining me for today's solo episode about how to have an organized Christmas. I'm going to share with you nine different strategies to help you get organized this Christmas so you can enjoy the lead up of the festive season. So let's start. You know, Christmas can be a stressful time with, you know, the added pressures and expectations around Christmas Day and the lead up to Christmas. It's also an end of year time as well when things are finishing up and we have lots of celebrations. And so it can be quite stressful for people. But of course, it's really rewarding and it can be a really enjoyable time to enjoy time with the ones that you love the most. For me, it's a really busy time because we also have two birthdays in December. I really struggle to think about Christmas until the birthdays are over. Or as long as the birthdays are organized, then I can start to prioritize Christmas. But I'm going to share these few things that you can start to think about before Christmas. So number one is stock up early. So this one I do like to do a little bit at the moment as well when I've seen things on sale. December really creeps up so fast. It's a great time though to find your decorations, non-perishable foods and some of your presents. I know for myself I've seen a lot of decorations out and they've come out a little bit earlier than usual. They've come out before Halloween even. So it's a great time to grab them because when it comes to December they're definitely picked over and there's not as much to choose from if we leave it till last minute. The shops are really well stocked right now and the crowds are usually a little bit smaller as well whereas once we get to December and those weekends before leaving up to December, it's a really busy time. Also thinking about ordering online because you want it to arrive on time. So right now in November is a great time to be ordering it and giving it plenty of time to arrive. There's nothing worse than if you've ordered something and then it doesn't arrive before Christmas. This will also help you spread the cost out over two months rather than all be hit at one time just before Christmas. Okay, so number two is that we're going to possibly prepare some bulk meals before Christmas, that last few weeks before Christmas, when schools may be finishing up and you have things on, or maybe you've got things on and your family are at home, but you still need to have feed the family. So by having some of these meals in the freezer, it makes life just that little bit easier. It means you can then enjoy yourself and also save money rather than having takeout. Number three is a Christmas food shopping list. So writing down those foods or those regular things that you make in the lead up to Christmas for Christmas Day and the items you're going to need. For example, dried cherries. I needed dried cherries last year and there was none left. I do it, I think, every year and realize I need to get those well in advance. So I've actually already purchased them. I've seen them. I grabbed a couple of bags and now they're ready to go. 
Another one I know that always runs out here in Australia is the meringue ness. So, you know, to make the pavlova, little pavlovas, they're always gone. They're in the supermarkets now and in the lead up, and then they're always gone the week before. So something to grab beforehand. Another one is when people make pavlova, they might put peppermint crisp or passion fruit pulp on top of it. Again, those things are always sold out the week before Christmas. So it's something to think about and plan beforehand. Maybe it's the sauces that you have on your Christmas table with the meats that you have So it might be like a mint sauce or a cherry sauce, but thinking about those things that you always have that might be a tradition and getting in now to purchase those. Number three is delegate or outsource for Christmas Day. Thinking about what you're actually going to be feeding everyone, and maybe it's not at your house and it's at someone else's, but if it is at your house, maybe thinking about how you can manage this so it's not just yourself. How could you get your guests to bring some items to help you with the day? So it might be drinks, it might be salads, it might be even some of the meat, but it just also means that you can share the experience with everybody. I know for myself, I love to contribute on Christmas Day, so I like to bring a salad or whether it's a dessert And I'm sure most people would really enjoy doing that too. Maybe it's nibbles. Maybe it's not something you're not a cook and you don't like baking or anything like that, but you can still contribute by maybe bringing drinks or nibbles instead. So nibbles meaning like, you know, your dips and some cheeses, which you don't need to prepare. You just need to open them up. You could even outsource some of the preparation, which I have done when my kids were younger. So I actually used a catering company to cut up some of the potatoes and the beans and the carrots so that I didn't, because I didn't have time to be chopping all of that. So I outsourced that, picked it up the day before, and it was already prepped, ready to go. So that could be an option. Or maybe it's even meal prep companies that actually do the salad. If it's a salad that you're having here in Australia, it's a hot, usually pretty hot hot. So we do have meats, but we usually have salads and some hot veggies, but we do have probably a little bit more cold meals than you would in the Northern Hemisphere. Number five is avoid wrapping presents on Christmas Eve. So how can you avoid that? Is outsourcing it. Maybe there's a local shopping center or a local group that's actually doing it as a fundraiser and you could take your presents and get them done for you. Maybe it's using bags instead of actually wrapping the gifts this year or boxes instead. Maybe checking too, before you even start, is checking what you already have from last year. With clients I work with, I will always find Christmas paper in the back of a cupboard because it's the big roll and they didn't know where to put it. I generally will try and put all the wrapping papers together in someone's home or I put the Christmas wrapping paper with all the Christmas decorations. That's something to think about at the end of Christmas is putting it all together to make it easier for the next year because you don't want to find all these Christmas cards and wrapping paper at the end of Christmas and you've gone and purchased more. Maybe it's ribbons, cards, sticky tape. So thinking about all of this prior to Christmas so that you've got it all well stocked and easy to access. That way then you could do it a little bit at a time. Every time there's presents coming, you do the wrapping, place it straight under the Christmas tree. Or maybe it's looking at your calendar and scheduling some time at nighttime possibly. Maybe it's like setting up your laptop and watching a movie while you're quietly wrapping presents. But think about something that's going to motivate you so you're not doing it on Christmas Eve. Number six 
is Christmas wish list. So I've just done this with both my kids. I've done it digitally this year, but in the past, I have got them to write down when they were younger using pictures, cutting out pictures and also uh, drawing things that they wanted from Santa. Whereas this year, what I've done is I've shared my reminders from my phone, my iPhone, shared it with, and they've been listing down things that have come to mind for them. Also, what sizes they're wearing at the moment. And that's made life so much easier because I can see that now when I'm out and about. Now, the next one is related a little bit to number six Christmas wish list, but this one's actually shopping lists. So remembering what presents you've bought for whom. So this might be extended to extended family, but it also could then include items that you need for wrapping it. Shopping lists to remember what you've actually purchased. So you could have like an online document, which I've done with a client just recently, and we wrote down all the people's names. We had a column for the what it was that she was purchasing and then what was happening, whether it was online and she'd ordered or she still needed to find it. What we also added next to the person's name was favourite foods that they like, colour, special interests, the sizes for clothes and for shoes as well. And then she had, so she was a grandmother, so she's got that all there. And it means because it's online, next year she can just update it and the sizes might change, the interests might change, but she still now has this document that she can use for birthdays and then going into Christmas next year. So number eight is your decoration stock take. So looking at the decorations that you have at the moment, are there items that are broken? Are they ones that you no longer want to display? Maybe it's something you're holding on to that you don't like because your grandmother gave it to you and you've decided, you know, now it's actually not something I want to keep. It's just you feel bad about getting rid of it. Let go of that guilt and pass it on to somebody who could be using it rather than it just sitting in a cupboard. Maybe also looking at lights that no longer work and now's a great time if you leave it too long when you go to the shops, there's not going to be as many lights to choose from. It's a great time now to look at those things before we get into December. Last year, I recorded episode 26 and it's about Christmas tree pack up. But it's got some great tips around looking at all those items that you've got on your Christmas tree and how to take care of them as well and how to store them. So you can check out episode 26 and I'll put the link in the show notes. Another thing to do is when there's any of those items that you, decorations that you don't want to continue using anymore, is think about donating them to an op shop. And definitely November and November start of December is a great time to do that because they're going to be able to pass them on to people who need them. Also think about teachers, think about your local school or kindergarten because teachers love to decorate the rooms. And then also looking at your tree, do you have to order it or is it pulling out an artificial tree? Maybe it needs some repairs. And then thinking about how you're going to store all the ornaments when you take it off the tree or from around your home because right now is a great time to grab those storage solutions before they sell out. Number nine is table decorations. So thinking about what style you're going to be decorating your table, you might have the same things that you use every year. You might have that tablecloth or maybe you want a change of colour or change some serviettes. You don't have enough. Maybe the family has extended and you need a few more uh, serviettes or chairs and tables. So thinking about how many people are going to be attending your lunch and whether you need to get some more. 
Also thinking about the serving dishes. Have you got enough cups, glasses, plates, cutlery? Are you going to be using your own or are you going to be using disposable? Thinking about those in the lead up so you can be prepared and not rushing out the night before Christmas on Christmas Eve to get these things. Are you going to make your own bonbons or are you going to purchase bonbons as well? So there's a few ideas around your table decorations. Now, number 10, and I don't want to forget this one, is don't forget to take care of yourself. So December is a busy time. It can be easy to forget to look after yourself. By slowing down and taking care of yourself, you can then care for everybody else. It will make all the busy tasks ahead so much easier and less overwhelming when you've taken some time for yourself. It will also help your body move through the stress cycle and care is exactly what you need to get through the highs and the lows of the silly season. Idea around taking care is maybe just going outside and grounding yourself by walking through some grass or some dirt. Anything that's going to be you touching the ground is going to really help you to get out of your head. Maybe it's listening to some music or an audio book Maybe it's cooking a new recipe or another favorite is watching the sunset or the sunrise. So there's just a couple of ideas to help you take care of yourself over this silly season. So I'll just recap the 10 things. So number one is stock up early. Number two is preparing some bulk meals before we get to December. Number three is make a Christmas food shopping list. Number four is delegate or outsource on Christmas Day. Number five is avoid wrapping presents on Christmas Eve. Number six is Christmas wish lists. Maybe this is more around kids and your family members. Number seven is shopping list to remember what presents you've already bought and other things that you might need to to get. Number eight is decorations and and stock taking what you've already got in decorations. Number nine is the table decorations as well as the table items you're going to need. And number 10 is don't forget to take care of yourself. Thanks for joining me for today's solo episode with tips to help you get organized so that you can enjoy the lead up to Christmas this year. Thank you so much for joining me for today's Simply Happy Conversation. If you'd like to reduce your stress, improve your mood, and support your immune system, then join me for an introduction to yin and nidra yoga. Over five short 10-minute online lessons, you'll start to feel calmer and more rested. Head to simplyhappy.com.au in the resources section and start today. Mm -hmm.